do Derech Hashem. So Derech Hashem, uh, what do we have ourselves here now? Where are we? What's the chapter? Dal Chet. Dal Chet. Okay. Got it. And Yana Hametz Vamatzah. Okay, here we go. This house right around the corner of Botai. Make your reservations exactly. Are you sure we're up to that, honey? We did travel water already, right? No. I think we were before that, honey. Yeah, two back to the before that. Yeah. So start from Helik Dalit, Perik Shivi'i, two paragraphs before the end. Uh, so basically, Rabotai, the last time, the last thing we learned was a very important rule: the holidays are cyclical. That every time the holiday comes, all the energies that are in the holiday uh, re, uh, reappear. So therefore, it's not that you're just commemorating the holiday; you're actually living through it again. Exactly, it's like a time warp. You're going back in time, or maybe time is coming back to you. However, you want to learn it. Uh, I once saw an unbelievable hadush on this. The Gemara says that when they established the miracle of Hanukkah, it says, when did they establish Hanukkah? The Yivanim came into the Echal, the Hashwanaim, uh, uh, they, they defiled everything, the Hashwanaim then threw them out, they came in, they found a Pakshemen, so it says, Lishana the next year, they made it a holiday. A year later. So the Mephashim asked, why did they make it a holiday? Immediately. So they said, of course they made it a holiday immediately, but they thought that it's a one-time uh, item. They said, this day over here, obviously, had a tremendous Kiddushah, so they celebrated. But they didn't know what's going to be with next year. When next year came and Noshchodesh Kislev came, Noshchodesh, they felt the Kiddushah of Hanukkah already in the month. And whoa, we didn't realize that it's repeating. So the Shana Ba'ah, they established it. They realized that Boreolam is going to make this day a recurring, yeah. recurring item. They felt the energies coming back when they announced those Chodesh, the month of Hanukkah. So the same thing when it comes to all the different holidays, uh, you're getting a, uh, an energy. That baby mem comes. So therefore he says, why we have to do all the things that happen in Zechus Abbas time? Kibiyot tikkunu tikkun gadol mochi tikkunu bo. We're talking about Mala. Hugushi b'shutra dazvana uya iralenu or me'ena or sheir az. Amazing. Borelam will send us a light. Me'en the light that was manifest then. Uthodaz baru toledu totetu. And whatever tikkun was made for Bnei Yisrael at that time will happen to us. So therefore, you got to do the same things. They eat matzot. We eat matzot. You always thought you eat, if you ever ask David Meyer, for example, why do you eat matzah pesa? Oh, because they ate matzot when we left, so therefore we're commemorating. <clears throat> now we're learning it deeper. No, because since the tikkun that was made then was made through matzot, and today we can make the same tikkun again, so we make it through the same actions. It's not to commemorate what they did, we're doing it again. You understand the point? Mm-hmm. <coughs> repeat. Right, repeat. Play it again. Same thing. Whatever the energies of Anikavot did to the Jewish people, when you sit in the sukkah, you're getting that again. 
It's an amazing way of looking at the holidays. So now that's really the point, <clears throat> right? So now we look forward to the holidays. It's not otherwise. The guy says, "Well, what do you care what happened two thousand years ago? Eh, get over it already. It happened two thousand years ago. You're still commemorating Go to it." The <clears throat> exactly. Exactly. Go to the team. Right. The point is that no, you're not commemorating it. You're not commemorating it. You're living through the hug again. It's man matan toratenu now, not meaz. Even the rabbinical holidays, same thing. Same thing. <coughs> Unbelievable. There was a book called Megillah Ta'anit. Now, what do you think the book Megillat Ta'anit? It lists a bunch of days. Megillat Ta'anit. Morris, let's see if you can get this one. The dates that are written in this book called Megillat Ta'anit, the Megillat of fasting. What do you think the book is telling us that we should do on these days? Very good. Wrong answer. Megillat Ta'anit is the list of days that you're not allowed to fast. Wow. Now you would have called it Megillat Lot Ta'anit But they called it Megillat Ta'anit Which means These are the days that miracles happen for the Jewish people And as a result You're not allowed to fast on these days So he says Now, now why would he be able to fast on these days For something that happened Because the explanation is That these events that happen The energy recurs on that day itself so even though you say, what do you mean? But 200 years ago, America, why, why can't I fast today? Because it's a holiday. What's the holiday? It's like fasting yeah. on Shabbat. Uh-huh. became nullified. They nullified the book. Otherwise, you... you no, no, no. I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about that. The book, this Begilat Ta'anit, that has 100 days that you're not allowed to fast. We don't follow this book anymore. Why? I guess it was too difficult. I guess they wanted to fast. I guess it was too much to every day make another holiday. The Wow. Out of control. With too many holidays for Israel. Interesting. So as a result. As a result, uh, those days in Megillat Tanit are not recurring anymore. Okay, now let's start with Pesach. We start the next chapter. Before Yitzhak Mitzrayim, we were integrated, we were assimilated with the Goyim. Goyim Mekedev Goyim. We came out of Mitzrayim, we were separated. It's like, uh, you know, like the, uh, uh, the, the, the gold coming out of the, uh, the impure metal. You know, you burn the metal, and the purity of the metal separates. The dregs go on one side, and the gold separates. <laughs> 
which means before that time of Mitzrayim, all the bodies of the people were filled with darkness, with Tum'ah. When the Jews left, that was the beginning of separation. Their bodies were designated at that point to become pure. And to receive the Torah, which eventually we do 50 days later. Wow. So at that point we say, no more hametz. Which means the diet of a person based on the is based on the person's situation. Which means hametz, tasty foods, good bread. Uh, it's digestible nicely. Bread represents the Yetzirah because it tastes good, digests good, has a good flavor to it, so on and so forth. Right? At a certain point, God wants to remove us from this tasty food, which represents the Yetzirah and the, the materialism, to eat matzah. Which is basically what was Pesach. Pesach was we were removing ourselves from our physical darkness and, and materialism and moving to the Kiddushah. So how do we represent it in our diet? So what do we do today? We make a kosher, 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 kosher pizza for Pesach. Yeah. So what do we do basically? We don't do nothing. We figured out how to take the matzah and turn it into a... Uh, so you see, go, you go into Pesach program and say you're penne vodka. Penne vodka? No, no, it's okay. But it looks like penne vodka, tastes like penne vodka, it's potato. Yeah. So we figured out a way not to deprive ourselves of any of the pleasures. No, no, no. But now he's giving you the underpinnings of why, 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 why. So the goal is not to figure out 101 recipes right. from potato it. such. That's not the chokmah. The chokmah is to deprive yourself a bit. So if a guy comes up and says, hey, we can't eat anything on Pesach. Hey, that's it. Hey, that's Pesach. That's Pesach. That's Pesach. Pesach. What do we say in the morning? Pesach. Which means, right, Sukkot is for eating. Right? You want to eat? Go to Sukkot. Guy goes, oh, it's impossible. We can't eat it today. Macaroons and sediments. And sediments. Martins. I was said, almond kisses. That was a, considered a big luxury. The fruit slices, the fruit uh, slices, know, my kids do today jelly, rings. jelly rings, the buttons, buttons uh, special. That was a bar. That was the biggest scam in the world. Buttons, they were geniuses. They would find the best salesman. Who's the salesman? The kids. Yeah, they were genius. Buttons would come to the school. Now they have a thousand salesmen that are going to sell buttons candy. And Genius. if you sell a thousand dollars, you get either three free boxes of sediments, or you'll get a sticker, or you'll get a hat, or you'll get, uh, you know, you, you get a star in the, in the star registry. They're giving away nonsense. So you're selling. I used to go around knock on doors. What, what am I selling for buttons? The geniuses. They got a th- thousands of salesmen selling their goods. And you pay the kid a small little. I don't know why the school's not that many. Either. I guess the school got a kickback also. Sure. It was worth it. Everybody got a kickback. Or bonds made a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Is they still in business today, bonds? Yeah. Are they? It's not stores, but the products are around. Products still around? Okay. Anyway, the point is that at the time of the year, so by the way, say a big hadush. 
you're eating matzah, not because, okay, uh, Mars. You're eating the matzah not to commemorate, because now you're going through that same purification process that they went through. So therefore, you have to have the diet of that. that they had, because you're going through the same metamorphosis that they went through. So therefore, you got to have the same diet. Why don't you matzah all year long then? That's impossible. It's a too difficult. God says, listen, you know, you got to live. But the days that are designated for that diet, which means like this. Let me, let me say this better, and then we'll conclude over here. When you have a regular diet to lose weight, there, I don't care what you do with the food. Which means, they tell you, listen, you can only eat uh, a thousand calories a day. And they don't want you to eat uh, any starch or any uh, uh, mesonot. Okay, fine. So I don't care. (laughs) You have to use these uh, whatever ingredients that they give you. I don't care if you make it the tastiest food. I don't care. As long as you're following the 800 calories a day, turn it into the most delectable tasting food. You make it. You'll be following the 800 calories. Here, it's not a diet to lose weight. Here, it's a diet to deprive the physical from pleasure. So, therefore, the chokmah to come along and take the ingredients and get more pleasure than you have all year long, which means there's products that we eat only on Pesach. He said, well, don't eat it's not even kosher, this thing. How did it become kosher on Pesach? Not kosher, became, everything became pizza, pizza. Exactly. So therefore, you understand my point? Yes. So therefore, there is a logic to say that uh, when you hear your parents, and they say, oh, Pesach, we used to have peanuts, nuts, and, uh, you know, that's it. Eggs. That's right. They make their own mayonnaise. But, 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 but Danny, I'm not only saying from a kashrut standpoint. Let's say the pizza that we're eating on Pesa on the Pene Vodka is kosher. No, right? yeah, there with a long beard. His beard is in the Pene Vodka also, which means that, 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 he's giving in the sauce. He's giving you it's kosher. But we could question. We could question the. Are you missing the point? That's the. Are we missing the point? If the point was to deprive us a little from the physical, and here we're going berserk. So that might uh, right, 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 right. Part of the holiday is to move a little away from the. They love it, but it's to sit there and have to peel tomatoes. Just the way that they feel Pesach. Right. The irony is that we eat more on Pesach. We eat on the holiday. We eat rice, we eat this, we eat that. All right. Then we'll tell you. You heard it here first.